I still haven't bought Harry's new book, but I'm, I'm planning on it. I'm borrowing someone's Spanish spare copy. <clears throat> I hope you guys enjoy this. It brings awareness to the monarch butterfly and also the passenger pigeon. If you don't know what I'm talking about, there's a quiz in the middle too. And you're not going to make the Dean's list. Hello, your friends. Hey everyone, thanks for joining the special Bling Vera podcast, High Special. In this, in this episode, the first Tuesday of 2023, the second Tuesday, we always just get messed up. I want everyone to know that I took my last antibiotic today. It's a two-week regimen, strict regimen, regimen, and I had to put stuff in my eyes still for the pink eye, like this gel stuff. I don't, I'm a certified optician through 2023 so I know a thing or two about applying medicine to one's eye I still don't like doing it though it's something about it it just makes me too it makes me feel you know too pretty I feel too beautiful when I do it housekeeping issues other housekeeping issues um I had a little discussion with the farmer today about Meghan Markle he's saying so Harry's book came out today everyone surprised He's saying that Meghan Mar- she's she's causing all the drama. She's the one that's stirring up the royal family. <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't think that's the case. And I was telling that to him. I'll get into that in this episode. Also, we just got out of Green Farms. I got half a freaking gram for how much? Free? How much was that? If someone I got six I got five grams over here for twenty five dollars. And then what's this extra sixth one? What's this half gram for? Oh, the positive review that I left on Green Farms. Well, as you all know, my fans and listeners tuning at home, Sweden included, this time around, but skating on thin ice this year, Sweden. Get out of the freaking corner with the dunce hat. We'll see. You guys know I'm a level seven local guide on Google Maps. You guys also know that out of, oh, I don't know, 1,100 photos. It's less than 1,100, but let's just say 1,100 photos. Out of those 1,100 photos, we've got 21 million views plus probably 22 million shit. So I don't, I'm not trying to play games when it comes to Google Maps. It's Oro, this podcast for that matter, Bling Vera podcast. Google Maps, Bling Vera, 20 million something views for his photos. Master photographer, okay, okay. Master reviewer, okay. I know, come on, you... Come on, you guys, excuse me. Goodness, I'm getting, I'm getting verklempt. I can't find a quiet place to record lately, and so I just, sometimes I just like to get out in the city. Get out in the big city and record some of the sights and sounds. Some of the sounds. You know, we can record the sights, but we're talking about video. I'm talking about podcasting. I'm talking about podcasting. Uh-huh. Dude, I, I have to say, every time I've been to Green Farms since, like, the new year, ever since I ran into freaking Danny at Green Farms, I was like... I like green farms now because not, not even Danny. It was before that because I was like, okay, I was greeted when I first walked in. Great. Like, all right. <clears throat> hey, how are you? Welcome. It wasn't even like that. Hi. Welcome to green farm. Or just hi. Just hi. An enthusiastic hi. Even if you don't mean it, do it anyways. Greet the freaking customer when they walk in. Patient, customer, doesn't matter. When someone walks in and you're working the front desk, say hi to the person who walks in. 
It doesn't matter who they are. doesn't matter anything. Just acknowledge their freaking existence as they walk through the door. Then from there, I'll be right with you in a second. Okay, okay, you're the CEO. Right this way. Don't mind me. It doesn't matter what happens after that. But if, if you don't say hi, it's the cold shoulder. Then from there, it's just like, oh, they don't even want to help me anyways. CEO or not. The show called The Undercover Brother. And what I do is I go undercover as other people's freaking brothers. I bust them in the act. I'm like, yeah, my sister's always liked... My sister's always liked those sweet talkers. What do you say... What do you say he's trying to sweep my sister off her feet? It's undercover brother. The brother... I dress up as the brother. Undercover. Of darkness. I'm dressing up as your sister's brother... Under the cover of darkness. But I so greeted when you walk in. You could hate being there, you could hate working there all day long. But just smile and say hi to me when I walk in the door, please. And then you can complain to me afterward. I'll even appreciate it if you complain to me how much you hate that place. I love it when I love it when I hear people on break saying, I don't want to work today. I'm just like, Yes. I like that person. I like that person a lot. When they say it at work. If you are at work and you greet the person after they walk in, you can complain about being there freaking all till the freaking store closes until everyone clocks out. Till your manager says you can leave. Till your freaking master says you can leave. Concept of work itself. Okay. All right. Once I get on my high horse, man, when people start saying, why don't you get a job instead of going to green farms and doing customer experience reviews of that place in the most concise way that you can in a way that people are probably going to see it considering you have a master photographer badge you're probably pretty talented as far as like creativity artistic license did you guys see the moon or was that the sun was that the sunrise or was that night in my last photo the cover art with the 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 reflection or is it night or what can anyone figure that photo out and tell me the riddle okay so try and figure out the freaking cover art of the riddle for last time. I'm going to cry now. So yeah, to, to finish my thought, you guys know and have known for some time that I don't take Google Maps lightly. I'm a level seven local guide. Google Maps, master photographer, master reviewer. Just to, I want everyone to remember that. And let's not forget about my certified... I'm not certified optician. Let's not forget about that either. But... <clears throat> I take Google Maps very seriously, and that's just a part of me. I, I think as far as marketing goes, and I think smart marketing, there are things that... Communication. There are things that I notice, and there are things that probably stand out to me that probably don't stand out to others, or even vice versa. The things I think are boring and dull. They're like, this is actually a very nice bed set. Do you like Art Deco? What, boring and square and boring? No. Why? Do you? Victorian, sure. It's a classic, it's skilled. But just a bunch of, like, sharp metal corners. Metal, yeah, metal glass corners. No, I don't like Art Deco. Turn it off. Turn it off. Or am I thinking of postmodern? Oh my gosh. Did I get postmodern and Art it's sharp square corners art decos i got it right 
postmodern. We'll talk about that some other some other podcast, some other episode. Someone answer that. Wait, no. That could that does that Wouter? Is that Wouter half work over there? Calling in over there? Because because if it is, I need to talk to him. Wouter half work at Vern University. Well, well, well. We finally meet in person, don't we? I have a lot of things to tell you. I have a lot of things to talk about. First of all, butterflies, monarch butterflies. The migration to Mexico, I haven't heard much about that. Have you? I know there's been efforts to get the milkweed plant where the monarch butterfly's eggs typically, well, it's larvae, larvae, can eat those milkweed plants and then turn into caterpillars that turn into larvae go through a, a cocoon, a metamorphosis and from there it goes from a freaking worm on the ground with legs to flying around in the air it goes from eating weeds to drinking nectar could you imagine? I think the same thing about dragonflies too except they're not really endangered or critically endangered or anything like that Freaking, at least concern for those monarch butterflies but yeah, they're underwater, though. What do you think about that? Freaking dragonfly babies underneath the water swimming around in one day. They don't even go through... They don't even go through a cocoon stage. I think they just go from water to freaking air. Let's go. They don't really... <clears throat> I don't think they go through a real metamorphosis in the same... Or not a real metamorphosis. They, go from, they skip a stage in metamorphosis. Oh, they go through metamorphosis, all right. They just skip a stage. Which is, hey, so there you go. But dragonflies are not in, it's in concerned species. Monarch butterflies, on the other hand. So what happened to monarch butterflies, guys? Is this going to be a lecture on that? Is this the, the freaking high episode turn into a, a lecture on monarch butterflies and uh, conservation efforts? No? Well, freaking pencils down, headphones off. Because it... it Shit's about to get real here. Oh, it's right at the end of the first segment, too. And no smirking or laughing. Otherwise, you're getting kicked out, and there's going to be a quiz, and you're going to miss points. No Dean's List. Okay, you're out. Hey, guess who's not making the Dean's List this semester? That one. Guess who's not getting high honors this... Guess who's not going to graduate with high honors? Him. Who's next? The monarch butterfly will lay its eggs and stuff, but those eggs have to eat something. They used to eat the milkweed. What happened to the milkweed? (laughs) The plants just don't go extinct, do they? Because you would need some kind of herbicide for that in order for that to happen. Or some kind of weed, yeah weed herbicide you'd have to put that in some kind of plane and do it on like a bigger scale and just basically poison all every, all of life <laughs> with these planes uh, to get rid of those milkweeds I mean that way you can have um, your farms and, and things but what ends up happening is that thought process, that lack of forethought from a, a different generation. 
let's be serious. We're not trying to be, be ageist here. But it's a different generation and there's a generational sort of divide. And I think even misunderstanding when it comes to this kind of stuff. Well, I'll just spray it all over the field and it's fine. It's the herbicide, it's been... But what are, the, what are the long-term ramifications from these actions? Do we know? Does anyone know? You're out. Bring the other kid back in. You get one more chance. If you see the other kid out there, bring him in. I'll let you guys have one more chance to get on the Dean's List this semester. But it's off to a pretty bad start being January. You're going to leave anyways? Guess who's not... Yeah, guess who's not making the Dean's List? You know, some of you students need to have a little bit of a wake-up call. Some of you students need a wake-up call real quick. And I'm glad... Look, I know that there's some pretty tough assistant professors out there, especially... Have you guys heard of the Washington State University? Assistant professor there? Uh, criminology, assistant professor in criminology. It was a PhD student, but basically probably pretty much a professor. Yeah, that's... There were four bad students. So let's not let that happen again in thoughts and prayers. Could you imagine? All right. Some of you are going to make the dean's list this year and you should be proud of yourselves. Some of you are probably going to graduate with high honors eventually and you should definitely be proud of yourself. That's not easy to do. Because you're in this class learning about monarch butterflies... What was supposed to be what was supposed to be a lecture about getting high ends up getting all serious and solemn and like everyone's nervous because some people actually do care about making the dean's list and getting high honors. So these little caterpillars will hatch out of the eggs and stuff, start eating plant life. What ended up happening was their source of food, the milkweed was wiped out by herbicide. These butterflies used to go from across the Midwest into Mexico, and they all migrate to this one spot in Mexico, kind of like the turtles. Is it Rain Island? I think it's called Rain Island. Are you taking notes? Because there's going to be a quiz at the end. Okay, well, let's get in uh, real quick. Are elephants tusks? Are they teeth? What's the largest rodent in North America? What's the largest rodent in the world? And what... Uh, what what's the bone that makes... Differentiates large cats from regular cats? From sm- large cats and small cats! You have... Keep that... Write that down. Remember it and ask your neighbor if you don't, if you didn't hear it, if you weren't paying attention, because that's part of the quiz. And I'll tell you, I'll kind of give you the free one, the bone that differentiates larger cats from smaller ones. I've, I've been actually calling it the hyoid bone. It's the hyoid bone. Yeah, everyone's relieved because no one knew the, the answer to that one. If I see. Who had hyoid? Who wrote hyoid bone? Because they get extra credit. They're, they're, they are, in fact, going to make the dean's list and probably graduate with high honors, at least for one of their degrees. Hyoid bone, not hyroid bone, I'm pretty sure. Hey, correct me if I'm wrong. Everyone's good. You know, it doesn't make a difference. 
No one cares. And yes, elephants' tusks are teeth. There's two. They're incisors. Humans have incisors. Well, these butterflies used to migrate to Mexico, the city in Mexico. I don't know the city, but it's there in Mexico, and it's kind of in a higher elevation. Um, definitely out there, away from things. But there are. What's interesting is they will migrate to Mexico during kind of the fall, and you have Halloween and then Dia de Muerte, the Day of the Dead. Which they will come out, and there's a cemetery kind of by where they all might migrate to, and they'll all kind of be they'll be like you know flapping their wings on some of the gravestones and things, and it's a really cool thing. Like Day of the Dead, it's a whole celebration there, and to have all these butterflies used to migrate, like they've been decimated big time. Their numbers have dwindled, um, but I remember catching them back in like the 80s, probably. So they were alive back then. Not so much. I haven't seen one here um, since being back. But yeah, I used to catch them here in Arizona as a kid. And they're cocoons, too. Really pretty butterflies. They're, they're kind of bigger. And you can take their cocoon and put it in a jar and then just wait. And then, yeah, there's a butterfly. Emerges. But sometimes you get a little bit... It's, well, I want to pet it. Ruin its wings. You just ruin the freaking butterfly's wing. But that's part of life you know that happens they will all flock and kind of die in this forest almost but they all are, are flocking there like rain island with the turtles rain, rain island with the sea turtles um let's all get let's all get together lay some eggs we can make some eggs let's does anyone want to fertilize these eggs Fertil eggs here fertilized eggs here for egg fertilizer freaking egg fertilizer the fertilizer here egg fertilizer I fertilize some eggs got some egg fertilizer just spilled beer all over everything yeah shout out bling spearing beer on everything all the expensive stuff go bling thanks man ruining things again I wish I just stayed home and got drunk all day. Gosh. No, that, but I, I don't. It's playing on the street. I'm doing a customer service review. It turned into a high thing. It turned into a really serious, intense episode there. I think when you come out of it, everyone, let's, well, put them in a jar, watch them hatch, let them go. Jeff Goldblum selling you uh, monarch butterfly Eggs. Eggs. I, I can even do it as Robert Stack and sell you some butterfly eggs that way. In an abandoned gold mine east of Phoenix, in the Superstition Mountains. But, whatever, that's not for extra credit, you guys. Alright, freaking, where's my lighter at? I think we're gonna let class out early today, but let's, let's all, let's all take a moment for the monarch butterfly and let's not, let's not scoff at it because there's a whole ecosystem that revolves around all of us and once one if it's all mod like life is a modular thing where you can add stuff and take stuff away like consequences 
everyone listen up because this is the last piece of advice I'll ever give you. If you think of life in a modular way where you can take components and add and subtract them, then we don't know what's going to happen sometimes if you take an entire component out, like the dodo bird, a passenger pigeon, extra credit, what was the name of of the passenger pigeon that died in the Cincinnati Zoo that's now kept in that museum... It's in, the, it's in that history museum. The history museum. It's over there. Martha's the name of the passenger pigeon. It died. The last one. Nobody, I, I'll be the first to admit, I think I said in the first episode today. I said, look, I don't like pigeons. But I like a Keystone Light in the morning. I don't, I don't like pigeons. But I, I recognize the fact that Martha being the last passenger pigeon, that component is now out of this life that is modular. So that's erased from the, hu- the future from now, which who, who knows how, um, what sort of an impact that would, a long lasting impact that that would have when you take that pigeon out of life. When it's been there for who knows how long, a long time, with feathers, it grew feathers. You take a pigeon out and you take a butterfly out. It's not, hey, who cares? I don't want a bunch of freaking butterflies crawling on me all day anyway. I mean, I think the, I think they're pretty animals, sure, but I don't want them all over my face and crawling worms and caterpillars crawling on me. I don't get those bugs out. Take the jar and the cocoon out of here. Yeah, my freaking take it out of my survival thing that I built I think it's pretty good myself but I don't want a bunch of freaking butterflies and caterpillars crawling on me all day so I'm not a pigeons too I just said in that earlier episode like I don't like pigeons so these are two things that I'm not really you know crazy about but I recognize as someone who like goes outside and is into animals there's no telling what sort of future that I don't know. It's like the when back to the future when certain things change, he either comes back to life more in the photo or disappears more, and he can't even play guitar. He's like, oh no, my hand's disappearing from like from the photo. I can't even play guitar. Would Nate make you nervous? Make you not gonna play guitar even even shittier? That's kind of what that's what I mean. Uh, Ray Bradbury actually does a story about it where they go back in time. It's a... How much time? Hold on a minute. And basically what he says in that story, it's a, a short story, where he goes back in time and you can kill any... You can go all the way back a million years, to, or 60 million years, and you can actually kill a dinosaur. However, like, it's only certain dinosaurs, and the dinosaurs have been, like, studied... And monitored because if you killed one dinosaur from all the way back to like it could have such an impact to where later on in life and there's like the butterfly effect and stuff or butterfly theory where it would like just a little bit of wind on one we all know that air comes from the ocean the wind comes from the ocean hot and cold water meeting causing a disruption we all know that right speaking of pigeons 
I think that sound that you're hearing back there, that sounds like a um, record screech, scratch kind of. I'm pretty sure that's a hummingbird. But I can't really... A couple things. I haven't been wearing my glasses because I stepped on them. They should have been more durable, in my opinion, for as expensive as they were. It's a good thing that I got them for free. So actually, I kind of was like, okay, this is the first pair I'm going to ruin. And I have all these other pairs. So it's the first pair that I ruined. And all my other pairs are in Salt Lake. <laughs> so it's worked out really well. I didn't really think it through, that part. Like, I mean, just bring an extra pair of glasses. Like, I'll be back in two weeks is what I was thinking. Been like a month now. Almost two months. Damn it. Damn it. Being trapped, I knew it. Two months. Damn it. And I'll start a warm up here and it's freaking GTFO. Damn it. Two freaking months down the, down the drain. I could have been that much more polished up on sleeping back home with freaking gloves. Gloves. A beanie. A face mask. All the warm stuff. A bunch of warm gear. But I took a shower today actually and I was like. Man, I was really into it. I was really into it. I had taken a shower the day before, so... Today's shower, though, I was just like... I slept outside, and I came, and I took a shower. It feels good, man. It's reinvigorating. It's the type of person that I am. I like sleeping outside. I like having my own... No anything. No one's around. No bed, even. Just like, no freaking... Like, an inn. There's no... Crib. There's no bed for freaking Jesus at the inn. So that's a Ray Bradbury story. Go back in time, shoot some dinosaurs. Only these ones that are marked with red paint. Yeah, the guy goes back in time and studies the dinosaurs. And he makes sure, it's interesting because he makes sure that it was going to die. He like goes back in time and goes back and, and follows a dinosaur. The only ones that you can shoot are the ones that were like imminent. They were going to die. They didn't reproduce anymore. And they like went to the tar pits or something and just died in the tar pits. And so he's like, okay, this one's, we can, I can mark this one at this time, get the crew in here, we'll get them and get some hunting some dinosaurs. It's actually kind of an interesting, yeah, it's like, damn, Ray Bradbury was really kind of ahead of his time there. And that's because if, you, if this thing goes extinct or if this thing does whatever, I think he even refers to an insect. He said he's talking about insects mostly, about this insect or mice even. You know, saying that mouse and that mouse and that mouse and that mouse and like all the kids and babies that that one mouse would have if you stepped on it or just something stupid. And I was like, yeah, I guess that kind of makes sense. There's no telling what sort of future that you change just by the environmental impact from some of your actions, from your stupid actions, which I'm guilty of it. I shot birds as a kid. I regret it, but we all do dumb things so and I have an appreciation for birds probably a little bit more now than I would have probably if I didn't shoot birds so that's birds that's endangered species and you're listening to the Bling Vera should I do it? you're listening to the Bling Vera podcast you're listening to your little goalie got hit in the head with a bucket freaking bucket head goalie (laughs) Ah, old bucket head out there. 
knocks him out cold, ricochets off his head into the referee's head. Meanwhile, there are flares falling on hither and thither onto the field and then launched into the crowd from the referee. Like, get these flares out of here. Get me, like, probably on the run. Referee probably caught it in midair and just, like, flung it back like a grenade almost. Like, oh, get it out of here before it blows up. But the TV guy, on the other hand, gets, a, gets hit with a flare as his top. <laughs> the freaking cameraman is attacked with a flare as he's just trying to, to, to record the melee. Oh, man. That, no, that's a real story. That, that's Australian soccer. That's Australian, what, football? That's Australian football. Soccer. It's Australian soccer. We call him a goalie. It's soccer. I try to call it football. I can't do it. I can't do it. Okay, so, yeah, anyway, what did we learn today? Oh, we still have another segment, but let's go over those answers. We didn't get out of it. Who wants extra credit? Who's making the dean's list this year? Anyone? This, this semester? Who's making the dean's list this semester? Anyone? The freaking wake up class. The first question was what? What's the largest rodent in North America? Or was the elephant's tusk? It was elephants, right? So we already got that one. Yes, they are incisors. The second one was, what's the largest rodent in North America, I believe? Um, Did we get that one? It's beaver. The answer is beaver. The largest rodent in North America is beaver. Which is larger than the European beaver, which is actually a little bit of a genetic difference. We're talking about genetic um, sort of evolution today about those lizards, weren't we? What's the largest rodent in the world? Capybara, South America. Extra points if anyone put like rainforest or something. Rainforest, yeah, capybara. (laughs) And then it was the hyoid bone, right? We were doing the hyoid bone. Um... That's it. That was all the questions. If I forgot one, then uh, everyone gets it. Everyone gets it. Everyone makes a dean's list, apparently. You're listening to the Bling Vieira podcast. Well, I guess everyone makes the dean's list, so I guess it's not that big of a deal after all. Am I disenchanted about making the dean's list? Why would you ask that question? Why? What makes you think that anyways? Because I bring it up all the time? Well, let's just start treating each other a little bit better, guys. And let's start, let's start not using herbicides to kill milkweed. Because a butterfly, this is how, just to wrap everything up, let's tie it all together. Let me package this up for you. A butterfly is a pollinator. 
So if you kill a bunch of milkweeds to produce crops, some something, someone needs to fly around and go from flower to flower and start to pollinate these crops that you planted instead of the milkweed. Well, but to, yeah, in replace of the milkweed, I guess. Which, unfortunately, in the whole melee, the whole confusion about the, the taking out a weed with herbicide and the impact on the ecosystem surrounding, we just went ahead with the herbicide to plant the crops, only to realize there's no pollen, there's nothing, but these crops aren't growing. No, no, nothing's coming around. The, there's not a lot of crops here. Um, what's going on with that? I mean, they're growing up tall and stuff. We got the herbicide out here. Why aren't these things just a bunch of corn without the corn? Or what? It's a bunch of freaking corn stalks. Freaking corn cob. It's because you took the butterflies away, you freaking idiot. You, the butterflies are now gone. A butterfly is a pollinator. So aside from looking pretty, it actually serves a purpose. Down the, the chain, remember just talking about a stupid butterfly and a freaking pigeon? The whole, there's a pollinator. It can pollinate, who knows how many hundreds of thousands or trillions of plants in the future for, like, produce. For, for freaking food. For humans to eat. But in the sort of rush to greed and capital freaking money let's get the herbicide out there get rid of milkweed start getting some real crops like i don't it just doesn't make sense to me you'd want to bring in butterflies no 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 don't don't take don't get rid of the butterflies because that's what helps the crops you guys what are you doing another bees and stuff let's get some beehives out here then Beehive, bah. Beehive, freaking bee hole. <laughs> Damn, it. Damn it! I almost started laughing at the part when um. Oh, what did I? Say? I was almost freaking cracked there. But bee hole got me. It was bee hole. I was destined to crack there because I said beehive bat, and I was like, ah, that's it. Let's start laughing about it. But it wasn't until I got to B-hole when I was like, that can't do it. I can't continue this tirade in this, I can't, in this light. I've got to make, I've got to start laughing about it. I have a point though. I mean, you can't take away pollinators in order to plant crops. It's not, just don't get rid of the pollinators. Leave the crops, one, one way or the other, just leave the crops. You can plant crops. Don't get rid of the pollinators don't plant crops don't get rid of the pollinators it, it, that's that makes sense to me I, I don't know anyone else is that backwards or what should we get rid of the butterflies we, we can get rid of this weed milkweed and then we'll get rid of the weed I'm still working on that half gram from green farm I'm still working on that half gram from Green Farm. Yeah. But you know I'm pretty messed up if I'm singing. I'm just still smoking that thing and it's I'm on Gay Avenue, singing my heart out on Gay Avenue. 
Gale Avenue, I meant. I mean. Well, I had a really nice time at Green Farms today. I did show them a positive review, and you guys know. I swear, I can't stand that bird call that they do. That is, in fact, that no, that call right there is a, um, that's a hummingbird. I just have to find it. Let's get closer. I don't want to disturb it, though. Let's see here. Where is it at? Where is it at? It's France. Uh, I don't... It looks like it's small. Hummingbirds are small. And they're light. They're very, very light. But that, they make that kind of sound. That record scratch. I think I... No, that's not it. Hummingbirds can fly vertical. They can also just kind of swoop. Like, they can dive. Um, it's got to be at the top right in there. These are usually perched at the top on the smaller branches. There it is. Right at the very tippy, tippy top there. So I don't know what kind of hummingbird that is. Probably some western red-crested hummingbird or something like that. So like, yeah, western, western desert hummingbird. But they make that sound. It's an interesting sound, right? Now it's not going to do it. I get the microphones up like that, it's not going to do it. Come on, make the sound. Do it. Do it. All the fans and listeners tuning in at home, and blackbird comes over with something in its mouth it's gonna scare it off freaking blackbirds make the sound i said oh won't you please make that sound hummingbird all at the top uh, tippy top yeah it won't well anyway it's still platinum plated prima quality platinum plated is triple platinum plated golden content dude <laughs> premium quality platinum plated golden content you all know and love and signed up for the hummingbird is now gone i'm pretty sure it's by singing scared it away instead of instead of chiming in and harmonizing the hummingbird decided just like let's get the hell out of here Let's fly vertical. Let's go straight up and fly out of here. <clears throat> or they can go side to side too. They can go just right, left. They can hover. A hummingbird can hover. I once looked at a hummingbird from far away while I was hum- hovering. And I thought to myself, if, I, if my eyesight was bad, if I, didn't, if I wasn't wearing glasses right now, I, I would think that that's almost like a a fairy, a hovering fairy, a, a beautiful small woman with wings flying about. Oh, here it's back, chiming in. Let's get closer if we can. I don't know if you can hear it with the traffic. Get the hell out of the freaking blackbird. I'm trying to find it again. It definitely, oh, there it is right there, yeah, yeah. Can I get a picture of this thing? That's close enough. Well, off it went. Off it went. I, I think I got a, a good enough photo. It's almost kind of psychedelic, man. I got a, a photo of the hummingbird. I don't know what kind of hummingbird it looks like. It's got a green back, a green colored back, and some black stripes. So I need to go figure it out. I need to go freaking look it up. All right, I think that's it for class today. 
might drag it out a little bit longer while I can finish this one. I kind of wanted to start another one. Um, but I think that's enough, like, um, you know, endangered species talk for the day. I mean, that's never, there's never enough time to talk about. Um, I hate those birds, though. I hate those blackbirds. Why couldn't they... Well... No, the passenger pigeon was once... It's thought to be one of the most uh, populous birds in North America at one point in time. So you think from going from the most... All the birds in the world to like, where, hey, where Martha just died at Cincinnati Zoo, passenger pigeon. I go from all the pigeons in the world. Martha just died. Passenger pigeon in the Cincinnati Zoo... Zoo? Is the, Jeff Gold- Is the Jeff Goldblum getting any better? How about my Robert Stack? I do want to go to that Superstition Mountains. I do. Bad, actually. I was, well, just thinking of riding the old bike. Ah, well, come on, you guys. I thought class was over. Ah, here comes a waste management truck. Let it drive by. Okay, I, it's been done before, but Superstition Mountains. It's searching for the Lost Dutchman gold mine in Superstition Mountains. We can go find in Superstition Mountains Jacob Waltz, the Lost Dutchman. Look at season one, man. I think it was season one of Unsolved Mysteries, and I was like, oh my, that's. Dad! Hey, Dad! Dad! Dad, wake up! Hey, Dad! Boom! Let's go to the gold mine! Let's go look for the gold mine! Dad! Dad, Dad! Dad, instead of fishing, hey, Dad! Dad! Instead of fishing, can we go to the gold mine? Let's look for the gold mine. I told you, my dad and I were once locked inside of the Mesa Northwest, Mesa Southwest Museum. It might be called something else now, but they have a little dino- they have a, actually a really big dinosaur exhibit over there. And you know, I should apply there. I could work there. I could I could scare some kids. <laughs> Trust me. It's like, hey, you guys ever been scared by a woolly mammoth before? Boo. Boo. They have this thing where you would run out there and this giant woolly mammoth would appear on the screen and it was a strobe light with a strobe light and it would, oh man, it was brilliant. There's a strobe light on the screen to bump in the microphones, a strobe light on the screen or on just a strobe light and then a projector of a woolly mammoth. Just one, it wasn't running, it wasn't doing anything. It was just a picture of a woolly mammoth and it would freak everyone because of the strobe light. It made it look like it was running towards you. Your eyes couldn't focus on it. And you're like, where the hell? <laughs> Go dance out there in front of this giant black wall. say anyway, my dad and I got locked in there and lost Dutchman gold mine. Locked out. We were locked in there. They have this whole thing. If we go there... I, I could probably take us, uh, do a little field trip. 
out to that museum tomorrow. It's probably, yeah, it's closing. I don't want to get locked in there again. Nope. They, when it closes, hey, guys, keep this in mind. We might, we could try and rush over there right now. But when they close, they close. And you get locked inside the Lost Dutchman gold mine exhibit. If they still have it, which was awesome. It was such an interesting exhibit that they, you'd walk through. It was um, all like uh, hands-on. You really learn a lot and just have your imagination go wild in that cave there. Not you wouldn't no, you wouldn't freaking I never went in the cave with no There was no fooling around inside of the cave. At least not to my knowledge. There's some jail cells in there. When you walked out they had a dummy in a jail cell and it's just so freaky as a kid, you're like, Whoa, there's someone in there. It's like, no, there's not. That's just a freaking mannequin. Ah, there's a lost Dutchman gold mine. So I'm going, I was thinking about going out there. Get locked in the museum and then go out there. I might ride the bike, get out there. One time I went out there with a camera, just armed with a camera. And what I saw blew my mind. There's a tarantula. There's this is a tarantula. Do you guys remember the extra tarantula episode? Was that in Utah? Did I make that in Utah? Oh, man. I, I need to listen to that one. I had the NPR one. Man. Those are some good... That is, in fact, premium quality platinum-plated golden content. I think I am done with this half gram do you guys want to dive into a full gram i think i have another key there was a time actually when i used to think when i was like i could just say whatever i want no one's listening and now with like the whole monetization thing it's like yeah i I guess the f word probably got a little bit sometimes i'll still say it but i don't think it's really you know i once heard between andy bell and um Vince Clark that Vince Clark was like and you can't ever cuss on stage <laughs> he's like you can't swear on stage or just like say stuff that's yeah and he's like yeah okay and so he just Andy, Andy Bell sings his little heart out on stage that I was singing my heart out a second ago but he doesn't say like hey Salt Lake how the F are ya I went there pretty wrecked I saw that Capital Theater, I think it's all in Capital Theater. Hideaway is a good song. I like Hideaway. It's my favorite. Gay Avenue. No, Gale Avenue. We're singing our heart out on Gay Avenue. No, it's Gale. Gale. Well, I think we'll wait and start this other one across the street or something. We'll go somewhere a little bit quieter. And wrap up the show. So we sit down, get our free. I still am tempted to have this last. No, no, it's too. I'm not gonna do it here. We're gonna go sit down somewhere. So we could publish it now. A little bonus material once we get there. Oh, hell yeah! Hey, thanks so much for listening. If you guys are entertained at all, well, don't forget you did learn something today about the monarch butterfly, and you did learn largest rodent, all that other stuff, and sizes. 
elephant's teeth, teeth are tusk, hyoid bone, as allows lions to, to roar. <clears throat> let's go, you know, let's do it. Let's start the truck up. Let's go. We're out of here. Thanks so much for listening, you guys. Tell all your friends, just like the song. Just like the song. This is the Bling Vieira Podcast. The year was 2023. I had landed in a deserted field next to a retirement community called Leisure World. I had my baby blue Bonato bike with me and only the contents of my backpack. Everyone was living in some kind of post-pandemic dystopia. I could see the sun setting in the east. Even though the sun was on the other side in the west, I could still see its reflection on the mountains. They were purple and orange, changing colors before my eyes, almost like a desert, an opal in the desert. The, the jewel in the crown. Almost like a jewel in the crown. And I fill the dog's bowl. Now get out. Prince Harry, man. Well, yeah, I guess I'm going to publish it. I could... No, let's do I have to... By the way, I practiced that intro a few, uh, a number of times. Well, every, it's true. Every, I did land in a dirt field. Here I am, transported. And everyone is, in fact, living... Everything I said in that statement was in, totally factually true. Transport, transported, eh. The year was 2023, either way. And we, everyone was living in some kind of post admission. So be present. We're all living right now. Well, I guess that's all. I guess it's kind of an outro, isn't it? I, I shouldn't publish any of that. And I'm going to, just to bring awareness of freaking monarch butterflies. But I think it's a little over the top, even for me. And I don't... uh, You've heard my podcast, fans and listeners tuning in at home. Not Sweden this time. They're like, no, it's not like this isn't... He doesn't do this. Sweden's like, dude, he doesn't act like this. Where's my... I need my green forms. Bling, come here, get a towel. Bling, get it. Can you get a towel? Can you go to the gym? Hey Bling, hey Bling, I need your help. This is kind of an emergency. Come here, come here. Can you just help me? Get, can you get a towel out of the gym or get something, a cup? Can you go to the cafeteria and get a cup? <laughs> every time, every time you ran into this dude. Help Bling, Bling. I'm so happy to see you. I've been looking all over for you. Come here, come here, come here, really quick. I need you to help me. Like, stop, please stop. Only to like. Yeah, as I got older and started hiking around everywhere, I come up with an app that locates various circles in like picturesque areas. The app's discreet. Um, yes, use it at your own risk, you know. But yeah, be the fifth in a circle, be the seventh or ninth. I've never seen a circle with nine people. It'd be such a funny commercial, man. But I'm doing Ray Bradbury dystopian future type stuff here. So everyone just buckle up. It's a very pretty sunset, man. Like it is the entire valley is in like engulfed in the sunset. I have there's no way I could even take a photo of it because I need a camera that takes 360 degrees. I need some sort of panoramic. 
Well, I'm just going to end it right there. I, I, I was going to publish eight minutes. The sunset's too beautiful. It's a freaking stunning sunset. It really is engulfing the valley. Um, yeah, it's just content, I guess. Sometimes it gets freaking carried away. This sunset, man. <clears throat> well, I appreciate everyone. Let's, let's get this freaking JJ. I'm going to hold on. All right, here we go. Um, green farms go check them out you guys they're my favorites so far and what a deal that happy hour two two and a half hours you can get dang it all right it's it's lit the night is lit yeah i've seen the colors change before my eyes it's really quite something else i'm an opal a crown jewel it's, it really was changing colors across the sky how about that yeah, when life, when life hands you lemonade, throw it back and say, I want some freaking lemons. I, I ordered some lemons. I ordered some freaking peaches. Where are my lemons at? Thanks again for listening, you guys. Tell all your friends. Good luck. No, the whole time, now I'm just thinking I shouldn't publish this one. I shouldn't publish this one. But yeah, I, there's still eight minutes. The last eight minutes that are missing that I've like, yeah, let's take that part out. Because I try to go to Dollar Tree and stuff. It's just wild. I talked to a girl at the Dollar Tree, though. Know? I was wearing my mask and I was nervous and clammy and sweaty. In China. Freaking. China. China. I was nervous and sweaty, and I basically had a panic attack, like I, I can sometimes panic, and my mask on, so they go running out, I'm like, I gotta sanitize my hands. And then here I am, lining this dirt field right here, 2023, the post-pandemic dystopian present. Post-pandemic dystopia 2023. A sad tale about the lost freaking, the spirit of the United States over here. Yeah, yeah.